0: This is Reset. 40 is the new happy. And I'm your host, Mike Morin. Aside from admiring the people in this podcast series for their fortitude in reinventing themselves, I have great enthusiasm for Marty and Julie Lapham, who have reinvented the wheel. They have. In this case, the wheel is how you can make much healthier popcorn at home. While husband Marty still has a day job, Julie has left behind other entrepreneurial projects as well as decades of working for large companies. Now as co-founder and general manager of Pops Up Popper, that's P-O-P-Z-U-P, Pops Up Popper. She and Marty are revolutionizing the way that microwave popcorn is made. Now this one has Shark Tank written all over it. But first things first, Julie, was it hard leaving the security and steady paydays of the corporate world?
1: Absolutely. Um, but. It was really more of a lifestyle change, and, and uh, you know the stars aligned. It was the right time, um, and we've had this idea for um, you know for a safe, totally new way to microwave popcorn, um, and it's actually a, a, a patent pending that my husband has, um, my husband Marty, and uh, it had been years in the making, and and um, but the time was just right.
0: All right. So you talked a little bit about the patent pending. I mean, when I said reinventing the wheel, you know, how many ways can you make popcorn? Well, it turns out you've come up with um, with another way that, to me, looks like it could really get traction. So it, Cliff's notes version, without too much detail, what's the process and what's the product?
1: Well, um, Pops a Popper. It's a um, reusable microwave popping box, and and. Um, it's actually the the box that the popcorn comes in, um, and the reason why uh, we felt it was um, something that that was worthwhile bringing to market is because the microwave popcorn that is in the marketplace today is is really bad. And I don't mean just a little bad. I mean nobody should be consuming it. I I, I don't think that. Um, It should even be um, on the shelves in supermarkets or stores and so being that there's absolutely nothing healthy or beneficial about it uh, we had to start from scratch and and start over and figure out a new way to do it Um, and because uh, popcorn is a seed and you know a seed has all the nutrients all the everything everything a plant needs to start its life and so it is so super healthy and it always bothered me you know how can you take this super healthy snack that is really a commodity that that you know virtually everybody eats and make it so bad and so unhealthy so what we did is we took all the bad stuff out of it and we we it's a microwave popcorn but it's just slightly you know the the procedures are slightly different um, but it makes it totally healthy and and so the popcorn comes in a box and it's that box that it comes in is actually the popper and within the popper are 12 little bags of popcorn kernels uh, that are by the way um, grown on a fourth generation family-owned farm that's all sustainably operated great great quality um, in Pennsylvania, uh, so we take these um, these pops, put them in these 12 little pouches, then put these little pouches into the popper. So when somebody gets the popper or gets the pops up, um, they open it up, take out the 12 pouches, and then take one pouch and open it back up into the box and it 's that box. That's the popper that you put in your microwave. So rather than putting the bag in the microwave, you put the box in the microwave. And um, it was very important to us to have control over it and to know that absolutely everything in it is completely safe. Uh, from the paperboard, board, uh, we had to hire a paper mill to make this for us. Um, to make sure that there was no recycled content, no bleach, no, nothing that could harm you. Uh, We had to have control over it. So, um, because there is no commercially available paperboard or paper product that doesn't have at least recycled content, and then you never know what toxins are in it. So, um, and, and that's been our mission, is to have control over this product, and to ensure that absolutely every part of it is safe and healthy.
0: And I know for a fact that uh, in these microwave popcorn plants, uh, there's been serious illnesses that have come about. Uh, I don't know if they call it yellow lung or whatever, just because the the dust and the other particular matter is is in the air. I've never been a fan of microwave popcorn. I'm not sure I ever bought it. Uh, And I avoid the aisle in the grocery store because it it just makes me wretch. So uh, I think you're on to something.
1: Well, thank you. Um, You know, the... the, um Interest and excitement has been overwhelming. I mean, most people that have bought it uh, buy it because it has a smaller carbon footprint, because it's healthy and safe. But honestly, the feedback I get back is that people just love it. It is fresh and crunchy and delicious and clean tasting because it doesn't have any kind of off flavors that you get from, you know, either you know the chemicals that are there to flavor it or maybe rancid oils or plastics. And, even even a hot air popper, which is wonderful, has, has the ability to have plastics that will leach some sort of minute flavor into it. it. Sort of like for me, when I drink a cup of coffee that I bought at Starbucks or you know Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, if the plastic lid's on there, I can taste it. And I, I don't think people realize that every time plastic comes into food that's been heated, something's going to leach out of it. If you can taste it then something's leaching out of it so um, yeah it has a clean fresh uh, delicious flavor and the nice thing is you can put whatever you want on it so I know I'm very moody in my eating like one day I really want one thing to eat and one day it's the next so I can either put um, you know we have uh, popcorn seasonings as well organic popcorn seasonings. we have a, a Vermont maple sugar so you know, with sea salt, I could put that on, or sriracha, you know, which is wildly different, or just plain sea salt. So you can do whatever you want, which sure. is nice. All
0: right, so challenges to, to getting this to market. Was it the financing, although I know you had a successful Kickstarter crowdsourcing campaign? Uh, what other little things came up in bitcha that you didn't necessarily see on the way that you know, created a little bit of a, a, a
1: challenge? Oh, where do I even begin here? <laughs> oh my god. Um, but I have to say that Everything we're doing is new, and there, there's no precedence. So um, every step along the way is, is a challenge, but you know, I've been an entrepreneur before, and, and one, of, one of the um, bits of advice that actually a vendor gave to me 20 years ago that has resonated and stayed with me is that um, there's always an answer to a problem. You just have to stick with it and you have to keep looking. And so that, that, that's the kind of mindset I have. And so um, the other thing I've learned uh, along the way, and you know really all my experiences in my life um, have contributed to this you know reaching this point and, and, and being comfortable going forward and that it will be successful is that um, it's important to rely on the experts around you. Um, no one person or in this case my husband and I um, Can be the masters of all trades and starting a new business requires you know every trade every expert in every trade i mean we have to know how to you know be manufacturers how to be you know distributors wholesalers you know marketeers i mean you name it everything and so it's really the people around us that i rely on that have given you know has gotten us to this place Every vendor, um, or the, the farmer that we work with, um, we, we're very close with everybody that's involved in the manufacturing of this. And they all offer expert advice because they are experts in their fields. And my, my children um, are an important part of this. I rely on them. My, my uh, oldest son is associate director at State Street Financial. Well... Helps me with, he helped me with our original business plan, and he's constantly providing feedback. And my baby, <laughs> he's a chemical engineer um, who writes code for uh, machinery that um, does pharmaceutical manufacturing. Um, it's not that different than than the code that it takes to run our machinery in our small pops of factory, and he's very invested in that. He comes up and helps out, and is always on the phone, and... Um, we rely on those people.
0: Sure, I kind of uh, mentioned uh, in the introduction about Shark Tank, and, and I look at what you have and know that you're self-funded so far, but you can only take it to a certain point. Uh, and depending on, and I don't know what your goals are, if you want to be the world popcorn dominator, is Shark Tank something that I'm sure people have su- suggested to you, but is it something on your radar for you and Marty?
1: Oh, Mike, you're funny. Um <laughs> I, I honestly say that we get this question more than once a day because mm-hmm. um, it does seem like it's a scalable product and something that, you know, is unique enough for Shark Tank. It's it's not on our radar. Um, Shark Tank, per se, because I, I find them a little cruel and I'd probably be crying on national <laughs> television. Um,
0: <laughs> well, should we try it right now see if I can make you cry? <laughs> oh, my God. It won't
1: take much, believe me. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, honestly, I, you know, we're not opposed to, you know, some kind of financing as we expand. Um, you know, what what shape that takes, you know, we, we work with the New Hampshire Small Business Development Center, and, and they're sort of helping to guide us in that way to help us figure out, you know, how to scale our business. Um, I hope that answers your question.
0: Yeah, it does. Okay. It's not on the radar now, but you wouldn't totally rule it out. I mean, yes, they can be harsh, but this seems like something they would uh, they would gravitate to. You bring them samples on the set, you know. You get them eating. Pardon the expression, out of the palm of your hand. You never know.
1: Well, the 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 other problem with Shark Tank is that they tend to want to figure out a way to make everything a lot cheaper, and um, you know, typically that means going overseas, probably China. That won't happen. Um, we, that would be another reason why we wouldn't go to Shark Tank is, you know, maybe we would pay a little more for everything, but we, we know where it comes from. And we know the people that are making it, and they care about it as much as we do. You lose that. And where it's a food product that affects families and kids. You know, the, the, there's got to be more to it than just the bottom line. And, and that's how we got to this point. That's why microwave popcorn is so bad today is because somewhere along the line, somebody stopped caring and looked the other way. We're not going to do that.
0: Well, I guess that's the first part where one of the shark tanks will jump down your throat. What do you mean it's not about the bottom line? So I understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah, totally. And so we have to find the same like-minded mm-hmm you know, people to align ourselves with, um, you know, whether it comes to, you know, working with a vendor or, um, you know, somebody in terms of investing or financing.
0: It seems that you and your husband are competitive in a playful way. Tell me about the competitions you have after finding a dish you both like at a restaurant.
1: Oh, that's it that brings me back. <laughs> you know, we've always been... Um, you know, we've always been uh, a little competitive with one another, and and, and it's, it's always sort of taken place in, you know, around food. And so before we had kids, we'd go out to dinner a lot. This was way back many, many years ago. I won't name how many. Um, <laughs> and, you know, our favorite thing to do would be to, um, you know, to try to duplicate something that we enjoyed eating at home and who could who could make it better and you know we just would sort of laugh like you know who would jump to say oh i can do this oh i can do this and um so we'd go home and and we'd have fun with it but that sort of mindset um has stayed with us whether it's food or um you know designing any kind of new project it's just sort of what we do in our free time it's for for us it's it's not work Uh, you know some people like to play games some people like to go to movies Marty and I, we like to invent things and design things, and that's that's what we've always done.
0: You know, a lot of entrepreneurs are often asked, you know, what do you like to do for fun? And you just answered how they typically do. You just love your work so much, you just find another way to have fun with it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's sort of like what I said before. I mean, the point we're at today is really a culmination of not just all our experiences, but... You know what we find valuable in life Um, you know we've always been um, connected to the local food movement even before it was trendy I mean I think back then they used to call us hippies I mean looking for foods that (laughs) were organic and local and natural and and now Mm -hmm. it's it's you know it's something that people understand how important it is for us back then nobody really understood how important it was but inside instinctively we always knew it was very important. There was a connection to the land and a connection to knowing where it comes from and and you know, even for me, more important than being organic, I mean organic it's important because there's an overseeing certifying agency. But for me what's more important is knowing that that the animals that live their lives have been treated humanely, that lived quality lives. And and that the people that were involved were, you know, treated with respect. And so I would rather know that than that something's organic. Um, and I think that you'll find the organic trailing close behind.
0: All right. So Pops Up Popper is, uh, seems to be moving along very nicely. Uh, but, you know, you and Marty are never going to sit still. Do you have other ideas on the drawing board? I'm sure you can't share now, but you must have, you always have to have something else that you're thinking about inventing.
1: Oh God, that's our human that's our nature. <laughs> the two of us. Um so yeah, uh the Pops popper is um uh the Popsa Popper is um our first product and for us uh, the natural line extensions would be um to uh to to continue to develop our popcorn seasonings. Um We've been going to farmers markets all winter and selling our pops at Poppers, along with um, uh, uh, different uh, solar evaporated, naturally infused sea salts that we've been Mm -hmm. developing. They're really delicious. And so we've been taking our best sellers, the, the ones that people seem to be the most interested in. And we've been putting them in um, a package that would be suitable for retail. So that's our, n- our next line, which seems like a natural progression. Uh, and you're right, I think that that there'll be more products. I don't know what that will be, but um, you know, we're having a lot of fun with it.
0: And finally, you alluded to the fact that you were given some good advice You know, earlier on in your career, your life as a business person. So somebody listening right now would love to bring their product to market. What advice can you give to somebody who's got a day job but would love to be doing this exclusively? So, what kind of information can you share?
1: Uh, talk to people. You know, go. Um, you know, to to uh, talk to the owners of small businesses and in fields that are you know what your where your interest lies. Um, you know the most. Most small entrepreneurs are open to talk to people i mean they they're doing it because they enjoy it and they enjoy talking about it um and you know maybe take somebody out to lunch and just say, "You know what was it like for you what's involved um, and start planning early I mean we spent years planning where we are today um every when I say the stars lined up every everything it it, it was um you know we had enough money of investment at the time that I could leave, even though my husband is still working, um, and know that it is important to have somebody bringing an income in at the same time, whether it's venture capital money or, you know, somebody still working. Um, and, and just talk to people. I think, I think that's the greatest resource are, are uh, you know, like-minded people.
0: They can also listen to the other 40 or so podcasts because uh, people give a lot of advice, as you just did. Julie, what a pleasure. Thanks for uh, your time.
1: Thank you. It's been fun.